I'm your host, Annie Bowles, and this is News Du Jour. Hey everyone, and welcome back to the news du jour, a calmer space to consume the news. So up first today is Israel's vote having been pushed. Just a quick update, and then we will get into the rest of the news. So like I mentioned, we're going to discuss Israel's vote being pushed. So if you need a backstory here, we covered it yesterday. Definitely go and listen to that episode. But as a little update, Benjamin Netanyahu has put a pause on his plans to overhaul the judicial system in Israel. Thank goodness. Now, maybe he thought he could slip one past his people. Maybe he still does think that. But for the next month, this issue has been tabled. Negotiations will continue, though, on this issue in a month. So it's not over. This hasn't been closed out, but we'll definitely keep you guys informed. For our first longer story today, I do have to issue a content warning. This story involves a mass shooting of children. So I wanted to give you guys an update on the situation in Nashville. So unfortunately, footage has been released from the shooting as well as the name of the shooter. A person by the name of Audrey Hale, who appeared to be transgender, going by him, his pronouns, was the shooter in this tragedy. Audrey appears to have been a student at the school and could be seen driving a Honda Fit onto the campus, a former student of the school, I guess I should say. It only went to sixth grade. Then, using a semi-automatic weapon, they shot through the glass doors of the school, Audrey is seen wearing camouflage pants and a backwards red baseball hat and climbs through one of the shattered door frames. In total, the shooter had three different firearms on them. Local police said they believe that at least two of the guns were obtained legally. They found a manifesto at Audrey's home detailing the plan of attack at the school, even with a map included. They believe lingering resentment towards the school motivated this attack. It also appears that the shooter had a totally different intended target originally, but decided against it because that facility had too much security. We don't really know more than that on what the other target was, but that was mentioned by the local police. All three of the children that were killed were nine years old. Biden urged Congress to act to protect our children from such heinous acts of violence. But as we mentioned yesterday, President Biden has already issued a very strict executive order on the subject of gun control very recently, doing all that he can to help prevent guns from falling into the wrong hands. 
if it's going to go any further than this, Congress would have to act. I cried yesterday watching the parents of these students detail their experience. Even if their children survived, they will no doubt be affected by this trauma forever. Our hearts go out to all those affected by this tragedy. And next up for today, a judge compels Mike Pence to talk. So things continue to heat up for former President Trump. Former Vice President Mike Pence was shying away from having to speak to the special counsel investigating the January 6th attacks, most likely because he doesn't want to say anything that could further complicate his political career or possibly even implicate him in some way. He wants to distance himself from his former boss and is working hard to do so. But that's much more complicated when he is forced to publicly relive and explain his experiences on the darkest days of Trump's presidency. And keep in mind, this was a day where Pence's very life was threatened by that angry mob. They were calling for him to be hanged, you guys. I'd be shocked if there wasn't some residual trauma there. And I am impressed by his ability to carry on with his political career the way he has. But just yesterday, a judge ruled that Pence is going to have to testify about the events of January 6th and likely some of his other interactions with former President Trump that may be relevant to the investigation. That said, he's allowed to pass on any questions that have to do with his role directly in Congress on January 6th. You see, there are laws against anyone trying to grill political leaders over their carrying out of their duties in Congress. Otherwise, our whole entire court system would be tied up by people trying to grill them on that subject. So Pence is in the clear when it comes to anything he did on the actual floor, but, you know, it's limited to when he was carrying out his official duties. So it'll be interesting to see where that line falls, given that his duties were obviously interrupted. This story is still unfolding. It's important to know. And Trump's lawyers may may appeal this decision. So it's not a done deal. But as always, we will definitely keep you guys posted. And then I wanted to touch on something interesting I stumbled upon, which is Ivana's FBI file. So this was a fascinating little tidbit unrelated to January 6th, other than its proximity to President Trump. But apparently Ivana Trump had an FBI file and an extensive one at that. She was under investigation up until her death. Why? It seems someone reported her for having close connections to shady figures from her home country, formerly known as Czechoslovakia, as well as her immigration status. Bloomberg had been requesting the documentation ever since her death, but the FBI is just now getting around to releasing these documents under the Freedom of Information Act. They only released 190 pages with some of the information redacted, but they have said they plan to release more of the 900-some pages that they have on her over the next month. Pretty crazy, and if there are any major revelations here, we'll be sure to let you know. 
And that is the news du jour. Today, I wanted to leave you guys with the quote, don't take life too seriously. None of us are getting out alive anyway. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe on whatever podcast platform you use to listen. A rate and review or shout out on social media would mean the world to us and help us be able to keep creating the news du jour. But the best way to support all of our work is to become a patron at www.patreon.com forward slash sugarfreemedia. You can also follow us on social media under sugarfreemedia.co on Instagram and just sugarfreemedia, all one word, on TikTok. We appreciate you listening and look forward to telling you about the news again next time on News Du Jour. Broadcasting from. Oh.